0: live real quick we are live right now Pedro. you know i like to tell you about my life um very early my on life in my show. life
1: my life okay let's let's, let's, hit, so it. let's hit it so
0: i think my son has inherited one bad trait of mine
1: hmm. only one
0: probably a few but the one we're going to talk about <laughs> it, the one we're going to talk about right now is his handwriting Ooh. i don't know what he's said i don't know what he's doing it's okay. just really, really... And it's I love bad. him. Very smart. Extremely smart boy. But he has inherited my bad handwriting. There's times mm. where he is writing something and I don't know if it's hieroglyphics, if it's in English. It's just a lot of scratches. I think the issue, especially with me growing up, we our brains are working too quickly to match the speed of the, the writing. Doesn't mean we're me smart, you're, it's just I'm, a lot going I'm the on.
1: Same. I'm the same, man.
0: You yeah. have, I was gonna ask you, Pedro. Do you have Bro, bad handwriting? Let me show you something.
1: I can't believe you're talking about this because I've had, I've actually had conversations with people about this, and it's the brain not being able to to keep up. Right? It's moving too fast, and my hands can't. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hold on. Let me see.
0: Oh yeah, that, that's, that's my hand. I mean, it's yeah, it's not not great. It's I could bad. kind of read it though, but yeah, that is it's definitely tra- chicken's grass. It's, Yeah, It's, it's really really bad. bad. <laughs>
1: it's really, really bad. To where I, sometimes I can't. Uh, remote. You're like, variety. what the like, fuck
0: did I... This, <laughs> I, need,
1: I need how many bad beverages bad. And shit? I'm like, what the
0: fuck what number is that?
1: It? It's bad, bro. It's bad.
0: So I'm giving him a lot of shit. I'm like, yo, you gotta get this together. And then like Carl will look at me and I'm like, listen, we gotta fix this generational trauma of bad handwriting. And a lot of it is, I keep telling him to slow down because I know what it is. You're like, you gotta slow down because they're not gonna know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. And you know it but you got to write, got to do it better. So we're working on that. But also I know that my handwriting is really bad and it, it is hard to slow down, right? Because that's life of, in general, just going through things. You're like, I got to get this information as fast as I can. I'm going to write as fast. And then the problem is, like you said, you, you check back with your paper, like what you wrote, especially if it happened a couple of days ago. And you're like, what did I write? I guess it wasn't important. I could barely figure out what the yep. hell I just said. So that's what we'll be working on this uh next couple of weeks, and you know, the summertime. Cause he's doing great in school. But that aspect I think got, I'm gonna try to fix it. And also I gotta fix it upon myself.
1: Um mm. I think it's just but why? Why let me ask you a question. I think for for your son it's important because you you know, he it's about learning that's you know, I guess a skill mm-hmm. or handwriting, I don't know what you call it, and doing it for school and yeah. understanding and progressing. And that that's a big mm-hmm. part of growing up. But uh, as adults. Uh I, I, I definitely use handwriting sometimes to write notes with but not I don't do it daily. There are there are weeks right. that might go by where I'm not really writing anything down. So and yeah. I use my memo pad on my phone more often on a regular than I would on a notepad. So as adults, do we really is handwriting a thing? Cursive, they don't even teach it's, it at school. I, I could I, I, I probably couldn't do cursive right now if I had to. So is it really, is it really uh, something that we need to do?
0: Yes. We need to get back <laughs> to the basics. We're, we're running around. We're going to be talking about technologies in, uh, later on, about AI and how you're able to replicate rappers' voices. We're going to get all into that. We're going to be listening to, the, listening to some tracks to see if you actually think this is Kanye or not. But I think, I think it's a good idea, especially for learning. They say that you learn better when you take in information and you write it mm-hmm. down that helps you keep the yeah. information to your brain better okay, than yeah. typing it out and doing a memo. So yeah. I think it's, I think it's still a valuable skill cursive. No, because I, there's some people who write in cursive. I remember back in the day, I didn't, I didn't understand what they wrote. It just felt like a big, long curved, like wave of letters. And I didn't understand mm-hmm. it, but also I think, you know, sometimes your phone is not going to work. Sometimes you want to write something and you, you know, a lot of people compl- you know talk about, Writing in journals, Doc Man Jeff. Appreciate you guys and appreciate everyone's already in the chat. Yeah, he writes a good bit. He writes on posts, probably posts a lot and work, in he journals. Pedro, you should be journaling. I think you do. Well, I know that is actually
1: though. a really good <laughs> form of therapy for people and writing ideas down, and that that is very very good thing to do. I just don't do it. I've never been somebody that journaled. I would write certain things down, ideas and thoughts, but I wouldn't call it journaling necessarily. But I, I definitely see that and know that there's benefits of it. But, hey, yeah, I don't write, yep. like, often. I just don't, yeah.
0: Don't worry. We're going to work on that. We're going to get you writing. We're going to get you to jury duty so you don't go well, to listen, jail. So there's a few things I'm we're going to work gonna, on with you. No, listen, i say, what, well, <laughs> I'd
1: rather write a book than go to jury duty. Sorry. <laughs>
0: right. Sorry. Wait, call me well, a bad civil all, uh,
1: c- uh, civilian, but no, nah, I'm good.
0: You said that you're going to write a book. One of these days, I you am. said one of these days, I'm gonna write I a am. book.
1: Are you gonna have to I'm... write it
0: with a no. w- with words? No,
1: no. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna write the book myself. It's gonna be like uh, somebody like I'll tell my I'll tell a story a somebody writer. and they and they will be the one that will elegantly like use my words and put them put them in some something and then it'll yeah. get go somewhere. Yeah, I'm not gonna sit down and like write. Are it you st- myself? Would
0: you still consider yourself an author if you didn't write it?
1: What I would have stories. No. I, no, yeah, I would not religion. consider myself an author. It'd be a story. I'd be like telling a story, right?
0: You'd be a storyteller. Um,
1: but definitely definitely not an author. No. Mm. Not enough. that skilled. I'm not that good with my words. I'm good with my words when I speak, but to write them, my vocabulary isn't very big. And I think you, to write a book, you got to have a pretty decent vocabulary. And I would not consider myself have, having a really great vocabulary. So I would need somebody else to help me with that.
0: I would challenge you with the idea that Mom, you don't necessarily yeah. need to have of oh, that's me. Someone's called oh, my I was mother. like it said mom. mom. I was like, what the hell? My <laughs> mother's calling me. Give me a second. Well I don't want to answer it, but I'll I'll get Carla to talk let's to her. I don't her know fame. what she wants. Let's she probably she probably wants to tell me about the cat that's running around in the house in the building because she lets her cat out. Uh it's like a half indoor outdoor cat. But anyway, mm-hmm. um I think it's still a good it's it's still a good uh skill to have. So you said uh, to, you, to you, learn. What's my challenge? It. You
1: want me to to you want me to write? Is that what you're saying? You want me to? Yeah, everyone
0: is. Yeah, because uh, people in the chat are like playing you. They're saying, you know, he's you know, Darkman Jeff says he writes in cursive, keeps his skills up. So, oh, people yeah, are listen. playing me. You
1: see how see how see how I <laughs> handle throws a little subtle. Jabs. <laughs> the narrative. Like, too, too. He he throws a little subtle. So like, like, yeah.
0: my youngest daughter writes in a journal, and he and she taught her cursive. Ooh,
1: nice,
0: nice, okay. So okay. get it together, Pedro. I think you know we got to learn to listen, to grow. Yeah, and also today, tonight, you could have had an ill journal entry, yo. The bull, my Chicago Bulls, the actually Bulls won a game. And they won well, the play. They did, it.
1: and they came back. DeMar DeRozan doing his thing. Zach Levine, listen, they, I mean, who knows? I mean, we got to play Miami. Was you right?
0: surprised with that? I wasn't.
1: Man. I'm not surprised. I, I I thought Toronto had the edge because they're at home, and I thought overall, yeah, you know, I could just see them winning. But I'm, I wasn't surprised. But I'm, I'm happy. And you know, Lakers yep. won. That was a nail biter of a game. We'll get into that at some point, I'm sure. But the Bulls won. I'm happy. With. I mean, I'm mean, i good with it, man. I was I was actually putting the the baby to sleep. I was going to get my Bulls jersey out, but then I didn't have enough time. I was going to go, you know, rock the jersey. But as you guys Let's can go see, I do have the goat behind me there, so I'm representing Chicago very well still. So we're good.
0: Yeah, I, I was watching a game. I was actually watching it uh, right before I was getting ready. I, I was. I was actually getting a little annoyed every time any of the Toronto Raptors would go to the free throw line. And I'm hearing someone screaming to, at the top of their lungs every time they shot. And it was effective because I think uh, they missed almost half of their free throws. Which is crazy. Um, it India. was DeMar Rosen's daughter. And I say that if this was LeBron, he would have pointed her out and say, get her out of this arena because that is ridiculous. And this is not high school basketball. Why are you screaming? What's going on? Also, you're your daughter of an NBA professional. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. triggered. What's your thoughts?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh Loved it. Uh Shout out to her. She's helping her dad. <laughs> She's engaged in the games. It, it it clearly could have helped. And I absolutely love it. I mean, people are yelling in basketball games. Should so I, for she me, be
0: in, at home? Is it school tomorrow? Who,
1: it's it's responsible. Listen, she probably goes. To, she might have tutors or something. Who cares? Listen, listen. She's out there representing her family. I her think this dad, week is uh, spring break love. Too. Yeah, I mean, come on. Stop being. You're being. You're being a little old man. Get off my lawn. She's cheering her dad on. <laughs> it. She doesn't want the other team to win. I absolutely. I'm here for it. I love it. I think it's great. I would expect my daughter to do the same exact thing. There
0: you go. Just so scream I'll, every yes, time. Screams, at first, I was like, yes, the, "What is that coming from?" And then, like, all right, they kept showing. I'm like, okay, she's the star of the show. They, they keep showing her. I'm like, oh, she's screaming. It. like a, It's like, all right, fa- fair enough. We'll see how far that goes. But don't you find it – I don't know. I find it interesting how some of the well, – well, yeah, the Lakers won. I didn't get to see too much of that. I was tired, so I only watched a little bit. So I didn't get to watch how dramatic it ended. Um, Hawks and Miami Heat. I was surprised at that game. Yeah, Hawks I mean. were basically in control the entire game. I don't know if they were. Yeah. They, yeah, there was times where the Heat would come back, but it was like one of those things where they came back, and the Hawks just did enough to bring it back up to ten points. And it just—I never felt like the Heat was going to come back. It, it was just Kyle Lowry, and that was it. I don't—he—he he showed up, and it's an interesting point of the whole play-in tournament style is that the the home team may not hustle as much as, like, yeah, all right, if the, if the game gets out of hand, all right, whatever, we got another shot the next game. Another in.
2: shot, yep, yep. So
0: it's like the sense of urgency comes to the team that's coming, that's away. that's like, listen, if he loses, it kind of like this is it. I don't know if the, you feel that way, with, or do you think it's just the games and how they are been played? Because, uh, I don't know, I
1: think Miami beat
0: the Hawks all season, they were like, yeah, right? I don't think they won a game. All of a sudden, but I think
1: what what are playing in the NBA it's one game. So if you're yes. if you're if you're playing in if you look at the records of the team of these teams in a play-in, there's only one game separating most. You know, one more right. win, one more loss. So the records are about identical. The teams are very similar. Like so, for me, it's one game. It's not a, a three-game series, a five-game, a seven-game. So anything can happen in one game. Guy gets hot. Guy gets cold. Last night in the Lakers game, Anthony Dave, Anthony Edwards from the Timberwolves did nothing. Right. So. Yeah. If he even does normal, puts up normal uh, efficiency and points and things like that, they prop the Timberwolves probably should have won that game. So it's one game, anything can happen. So uh, I'm not, Do you think you,
0: know, you Do you think if uh Rudy Gobert was in that game they would have won it?
1: It would it could have made a difference. Uh it could have made a difference, yeah. but you know, defensively he doesn't do anything offensively. So the Timberwolves no. played good enough to win, but they, you know, LeBron had a good game. LeBron had. LeBron was. LeBron once again, LeBron. the best player on the court. So I mean, when you yeah. have the best player on the court, on either team, it's a big advantage. So
0: I did find the whole Timberwolves season to be interesting. Obviously, with the trade for Rudy Gobert, and I think a lot of people are hailing that it's one of the worst trades in NBA history. Um, we may have to kind of go back in the history, like what are the worst trades? Mm-hmm. NBA, I mean, it, it don't seem it's not good. Um, I'm gonna look this up real quick. Worst NBA trades of all time, it, it's going to go up there. I don't know if it's the worst. But when you look at the Timberwolves roster on paper, it looks good. I mean, it to looks me, real good
1: on paper, yeah. So, it's like,
0: how what's going on? Like, why are they struggling to win games? It, it, it has to be a chemistry issue. Um right like what else yeah I
1: mean I think I think Towns was hurt for a decent amount of this year Uh, he's their best player Edwards is solid but yeah kind of you know back and forth he's not super consistent um and you know I think they've had a lot of turnover you know they had D'Angelo Russell on that team they had the Malik Beasley, um, Vanderbilt. You know now they're on the Lakers, right? So like they've had yeah. some turnover on that team. So when you have that much turnover, sometimes it's hard to build consistency. You know you might have turnover like the Lakers have, but they have a leader. They got LeBron James. He's going to get those guys together, right? They don't really have anybody like that in Tim in Minnesota. Carl, Carl Anthony Towns is kind of timid. You know he tries to like be you know aggressive at times and loud, and he's just not that guy. And, you know I, I feel like uh the lakers should have won but uh the timberwolves played well enough to win that game but when you get the best player on the court at the end is that's what matters and lebron made the big play that uh drive to the lane dish it out for the for the three at the end of the regulation and anthony davis fouls the guy which was crazy he hits three free throws mike conley at basically with no time left and then it overtime and in overtime lakers took over but i think the timberwolves are just you know there they're a team that has people on paper, like you said, but they don't have like a real leader, they don't have a true vet, they don't have guys that have been there and done that. The Lakers have that, so I think that's a big difference.
0: Yeah, so I'm 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 using uh, AI, which I you know, I will be talking about that later, to tell me the worst trades in NBA history. It's still spitting out stuff um as we speak. And a lot of them are probably worse than this one, but they have more history and time to let things uh-huh. play out. Like we don't know that the end result of all the trades that happened. Cause it just happened. We just know that Rudy Gobert is not worth, he, it wasn't worth, it actually messed up the trade value. and what was going on because, you know, when Kevin Durant wanted to trade, you just saw what they gave up for Rudy Gobert. He basically yeah. got to give 10 times much, And then to a point where no teams wanted to touch him because like, no. We don't got that because.
1: Yeah, no, I can't give you was, 10 first round picks, $100 million. You know what I'm saying? I can't, like, that's what it would he take probably to deserve because,
0: like, there's no. I think um Katie just made, like, he's the first player to have 50, 40, and, like, some weird crazy percentage yeah. of made shots and three point percentage. Like, this is amazing, right? But you gave the farm to for Goody Gobert. So that's why I think, you know, Kevin Durant stayed where he was in Brooklyn because the, the market got all screwed up. But uh, yeah. this is what the A.I. suggested is the worst trade in NBA history. So the first one, Charlotte Hornets trade Kobe Bryant.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> draft rights and 30. they did that dra- so draft
1: night. They did that draft night. Can you yeah. imagine a Charlotte so, Hornets with Kobe? Yeah.
0: You know, okay. Well, it yeah. changes the whole Obviously, trajectory. Kind of like.
1: the, the Lakers built Windows Championships. Shaq can't do it by himself. So like, it changes no. the, the entire scope of like the last 20 years in basketball. It's crazy.
0: La, one, La, Lottie trade. Divock trade yeah.
1: <laughs> <Divock>. him, <laughs> which oh, man.
0: he was on his backside of his career too. So yeah. it it was an interesting, interesting trade because I don't think they were like, oh my god. I mean, he was a favorite. I mean, I remember him. He was a cool, like foreign.
1: Uh, Lottie um, Divock's fantastic. He was an executive. Yeah. I think he might still be with the Kings. Uh, yeah, uh, really good player, great passer. Um, Yeah, he was solid. Divock's he's he's a cool guy.
0: Yeah, next one. The Milwaukee Bucks trade Dirk Nowitzki to the Dallas Mavericks, 1998. <laughs> yeah, he he got traded for Pat Garrity and Robert Taylor. You remember any of those players? Garrity, I remember that Pat Garrity. name, name yeah, I remember the Robert other Taylor. guy.
1: The other guy, I don't remember. No
0: white guy. Robert oh. Taylor seemed like a big dude, maybe a power forward, thick guy. Oh, Ro- Robert Robert
1: Taylor was went to Michigan. He was a power forward, uh, tractor trailer, right? Yeah tractor taylor yeah i'm saying it
0: wrong it, it says taylor but it's t-r-r-a-y-l-o-r so tra- trailer tra- it's, it, but i think i know what you're talking about yeah yeah um yeah, yeah. yeah that wasn't a good trade at all really um let me see some other ones oh yeah so they got, up, they got my uh, Brooklyn Nets in here. When they traded multiple first-round picks to the Boston Celtics in 2013, mm-hmm. they traded Jared Wallace, Chris Wilkerson, yep. Sean Brooks, Chris Joseph, and three unprotected first-round picks.
1: Yep, for Kevin Garnett and uh, Paul Pierce or something, right?
0: And Jason Terry.
1: And, and Jason Terry. And there was supposed to be a super-new super team in Brooklyn.
0: Those trades resulted in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I think that is the and worst. That is the worst trade in NBA <laughs> M- history. We could have had. Well, but but you think about
1: it, Paul Tatum Pierce and Bill. Kevin Garnett are Hall of Famers, but they were at the end of their career. Yeah, right? there, so there was no the, chance. With trades, you never know. You, you know, you don't really you're, you're you don't know Novinsky is going to be one of the best power forwards ever. You don't know that Kobe right. Bryant's going to be the second best two guard ever. Right, you don't know that that time, so you're you're always gambling. You know, it's
0: a risk. When when that trade happened, I don't think I maybe again I could be lying to myself and having revisionist history, but I don't remember everyone thinking in Brooklyn. Yeah, we're gonna win. I I didn't I, didn't, I don't remember that. I, I don't think I, it was like oh it's a good team, it's potential, mm. but yeah we this looks effing stupid. <laughs> I mean the, the, two-
1: <laughs> I I will say this. Both of the teams in New York do not have a good. The last 15, 20 years has not been good with trades and free agency, That's and you know what I'm saying, like on both franchises. But I remember game. at that at, at that point, they had the Nets had that new owner from Russia or something. I forget his name. Like, and he was Mikael's... the one that was trying to something. Yeah, yeah. some ex mob yeah, yeah. boss probably or some who knows. But they were trying to get. They're trying to. They're trying to get a super team over there, and like they're spending a lot of money and they hired Jay Z to. Designed the, the the merchandising and all that, the black and, you know, like it was yeah. it was a big deal. And it just didn't pan out because they hitched their pony to a couple old guys that were past their prime, you know, and yes, those guys were past their prime. You can't you're not going to win with guys like that usually.
0: Yeah, I, I think that is definitely if I would say what what was a worst trade? Rudy Gobert. And again, this it, it may be bad because of all the stuff that may result in th- those trades and those draft picks. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty awful. Um, there's another one that's posted up here, but it's kind of old school. I don't know if you remember this one because I didn't watch the NBA in 1980. I wasn't alive. Um, Boston Celtics trade Joe Barry Carroll to, and Ricky Brown to the Golden State Warriors. Mm. Um, basically, somehow, uh, the trade gets Robert Parrish and, and Kevin McHale. So yeah, I guess who, that yeah, that they 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 finessed the Warriors uh those two. And uh if you guys remember Robert Parrish and obviously Kevin McHale, those three championships back oh, in. Oh god. The 19- I mean, they they had the Warriors they, were trash.
1: They had Larry Bird played small forward, so they had and Larry Bird's you know, it's a big dude. Their interior defense was and offense was crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. The chef, Robert Parish, Kevin McHale is an underrated power forward the guy had moves man i mean he he his footwork even his passing mixed that in with larry bird shot his assists and playmaking ability the celtics were a problem i mean clearly they won what two or three or three championships so
0: yeah the last one again a lot of these are trade kind of like picks that resulted in amazing players so it's a little difficult to have those discussions because like you said you don't know what's going to happen so in hindsight, yeah, that's a terrible trade. But I would rather have, like, trades where they're legitimate players and they went to different teams and, you know, the results came or didn't show up, right? So the last one we're going to talk about, the Los Angeles Clippers trade Baron Davis for unprotected first-round pick to the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2011. If you know who turned out to be the first overall pick in the 2011 NBA draft, <laughs> Kyrie <laughs> Irving. Yeah. Who would have? Yeah. Who? I mean, you know. Yeah. Ky- Kyrie that, only that played entered. a couple of
1: games in Duke, so yeah. he was obviously highly recruited. But he only played and two or three. Aaron Davis Duke was first. a beast,
0: though. Was a beast. I, he I liked beast him with the Golden State
1: Warriors. He with the yeah. Golden State Warriors, he was crazy good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, but you know, it is what it is. But you know, congratulations to the Bulls. They're in it, and the 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 the, the, the I guess the playoff series that I want to see right now is. Lakers and the Grizzlies. Oh, that's listen you've no been lost. On, they're going to be you, fighting. They're going to be they're going to be some punches thrown bit. Not punches hopefully, but yeah, it's going to be fun. You've been it's on Memphis, be
1: Jock. I mean, Memphis is Memphis. I mean, you've been you've been them in the sun. I've been are, predicting
0: like it. Been, I've been yeah, I've been throwing out there and I and I'll be honest, I want them to lose. I want them to lose. I don't like I don't like Dylan Brooks. John Morant needs yeah. to be humbled.
1: Yeah. But I think the Lakers are going to win mean, that series. I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be chippy. I think the Grizzlies will win the first game and I think they're going to start talking a lot of shit and but I think the Lakers are going to win that series and uh yeah I think it's going to be chippy though man and then and then I think the yeah. Lakers at some point um will play the Suns hopefully or maybe even the Warriors I think we'll go I think we're in I think we're we got some good basketball ahead of us so I'm excited about yeah. that I think it's going to be some really yeah. good series
0: Yeah the Suns and the, Suns and the Clippers and I I still I still think the Suns got that one. No, it's not going to go, no one's getting swept or anything. I just think the Suns have a stronger, healthier firepower yeah. than the Clippers, where it can go yeah. either way. And you got it's just I think Suns a little bit stronger, but the Lakers and the Grizzlies, that's a pretty solid one. And um Cliff Dogg, yeah, he said that they still don't have Steve Adams. You need Steven mm-hmm. Adams. No, he's out, he's really out for really make a difference. He's, he's out, out for playoffs. So and that's why I don't I'm not a big fan of Dylan Brooks. Already talking about oh, it would be great to have to play Lakers and beat LeBron and I'm like. See, I'm sorry. A lot of your old school NBA bully players did not talk to the media about who they want to. They just played and they, they yeah. knocked you on your ass and they will fight if they have to. They didn't. This I don't know. It could be just a t- sign of social media time. Someone put a mic in his face, probably asked him a question. He answered yeah. it. Yeah, but uh, it's just a little lame, and, and you don't want to give field to LeBron.
1: You know, oh, he that. doesn't. He, he don't need, and he doesn't need any. You don't want to add any extra. He's already. Yes, I mean he's, read, he's ready. You up. know what I'm saying? He's already geared up. He wants yeah. he wants a six championship, or yeah. hold up, it would be six. Yeah, this would be yeah. six. So he's got
0: five. It's just yeah, no four. Hold It'd up. be five.
1: No, 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 no. He's got.
0: You got right he, he got two in, in Miami. He has one in Lakers. And he has you're one right. in six so
1: he's, he's got four so this would be five yeah. you're right okay yeah
0: yeah you just but you don't you don't do that you don't go in the media and say well, you, uh, who you? Oh, I would like to play him and bump him off yeah no it just doesn't you don't do it especially the greatest players yes he's yep. in year 20 but he's already an old man in NBA standards right don't oh, get him yeah. another incentive to to beat your ass and and, you, and, yeah. and no matter how old LeBron is right now he can still drive it to the hole and no one can stop it.
1: Nope. He's dropped. He's going to, he's in the playoffs. He's going to average 30 points. He's going to average probably close to 10 boards and six or seven assists. And he's 55 years old. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, 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 that line is amazing. He's his IQ yeah. is higher than anybody else. That's going to be playing in the playoffs. He's got more yeah. playoff experience than basically almost everybody combined besides Steph Curry and the guys on the Warriors, right? Being, so yeah. you don't know you shouldn't want to play the Lakers. They're dangerous. Plus, they got Anthony Davis.
0: No, yeah, because from so. from this from the trade deadline, they've been one of the best teams in the NBA. Yep. I think on top three or something, top three any defense. So again, it's just a little inexperience. And you know, so I still think the Grizzlies are a very talented team. They could go deep, but they kind of got a bad matchup in the beginning i'll definitely agree with that um cliff (laughs) cliff says i wonder if uncle shannon sharp is going to show his ass out again
1: (laughs) oh he's going to be hopefully he
0: doesn't embarrass himself i I think that was an embarrassing display i I can't watch that show where he he is too old to be on another man's jock as as much as he is about lebron it's it's a little weird and it's just a little it's just weird i'm like yo dude so you've been alive because you're older than all of us. You've been alive when Jordan's around, and you're gonna say LeBron is better than Jordan.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. All
0: right, because you're friends with you friends with LeBron. LeBron will be your friend. Jordan does not want to be your friend because <laughs> Jordan is no. Jordan's Jordan's not, not friends. not friends with anybody. anybody. <laughs> yeah, so Jordan is not wrapping your, his arms around your no. dumbass. So you, no. LeBron is because LeBron's a nicer guy. So LeBron is the best play. No, he ha- no, he's not. It he, he isn't unfortunately. Um, he could have. I'd always say for LeBron James. He had the potential to be the greatest ever. Now he he's just, well, uh, let me, I'll say
1: this. If he wins a championship this year and if he happens to win another one next year, no, those are big. What ifs, but if he gets to six championships, (sighs) it's hard to argue. conversation could be had. The conversation could definitely be had at this point. Yeah. People can have it and they can can pull out all kinds of numbers and all the stuff and the scoring. That's fine. I'm willing to have a conversation, but all I got to do is look at, the guy behind me and he's six for six in the finals. He was fan defensive player of the year steals. Uh, you look at his mixtapes when he was younger. I mean, people forget how good Michael Jordan was. They were they really flying in the air, man. He was flying he was, in so. the air.
0: Yeah. And remember he was, he did not play for two seasons during his prime. Yep. They probably would have beat the Houston Rockets. They would. Houston Rockets skated by and got some championships when Jordan wasn't there. And they were a good mm-hmm. team. I mean, it would have it been a, probably a good challenging uh, back and forth, but the guard play of the Rockets couldn't touch Jordan. No. I mean, who they had? They had Kenny Smith and I don't know, Mario Ellie. Kenny I f- Smith, who Mario
1: Ellie. Uh, I mean, they had a – Clyde a, dressed in
0: a, the backslide of his career.
1: They had a team, but no, Rodman would – well, Rodman wasn't there yet when he retired, though, so they didn't have Rodman. But Yeah, yeah, I'm a 90. Jordan ain't losing but, but he, in the finals. It's not happening.
0: I'm just saying, like it but we kind of forget about that. But I think it's like also sign of the times. People grew up didn't see him. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Bobby came in with Maxwell. Yeah, Maxwell's Vernon, you know, Vernon good Maxwell, defensive team. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. I'm not saying they're getting swept, but you know, I think I think the Bulls probably would have done it. Cause that was he was that was Jordan Prime Jordan, man. Like was prime Jordan.
1: It's right I after it. uh, the ninety-three season when they beat the Suns. I mean, yeah, he, he was prime, and then Sons he came was back. A great
0: team Suns was a good Sons team. Suns
1: had Charles Barkley, MVP Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley. Yeah. You know, they had they had a little squad. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I remember they winning like sixty something games. Like mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we forget that. Oh, Jordan wasn't beating good players. No, he was beating Hall of Famers. Yeah. My sad Knicks squad that just could they could be anyone but that team. Never got it to the finals because. Jordan would pop them off for no, the Knicks too.
1: were the Knicks were tough, man. I mean, the... Patrick Ewan I never, I didn't never root for Patrick Ewan but looking back now, like I appreciate him more now than I did then. I think yeah. um, he was he was gifted, man. Like you forget how good of a shot he had sometimes, and he, you know, he he created him shot. He he wasn't shooting threes, but the game was different back then. But um, Patrick Ewan the guy yeah, didn't he had like. A nice, his, he had a I didn't nice, like. He had a nice starts. jumper.
0: He no. Yeah, no, Giants socks a little, yeah. I I, he him, was kind of yeah. like
1: a Dylan Brooks type, you know, like he just was like a little too much for me. I didn't like I didn't
0: like but that. he was a streaky three-point shooter, man. Super he can get hot. Super yeah, he would either got hot or he would brick five in a row, but yeah. then he'll hit three and he was no he was fearless, too. He would just shoot the shots. Oh, yeah. He didn't even care. But I I could I could feel a little Dylan Brooks in him. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I could I can see that. If if it wasn't if I wasn't a fan of his, he wasn't yeah, on yeah. my team. Yeah. But yo, your, yo John But he had that one dunk. Dude, he he dunked over the whole team. What are you talking about? <laughs> From the
1: baseline left, I mean that was crazy, man.
0: That yeah, crazy. I remember seeing some posters uh, back in the day, so it was it was really nice. But yeah, man, uh, playoffs going to be super super fun. I yep. can't wait. I was watching a little bit of play, and you see that playoff kind of uh, intensity happening already. Um, can't wait. I know it's a playoff game happening right now. Yeah, with the Thunder playing the. I don't have it on me right uh, now. Uh, Pelicans. Pelicans. I yeah. think the Pelicans were winning at one point. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for Zion. It just doesn't seem like it's going to work out. Do you feel bad and... for
1: him? I'm glad you mentioned that because I saw a clip. I read something that he said, and then I saw him say it in a clip. And he he told reporters, physically, I'm fine. I'm 100%. Physically, I'm good. But I'm not going to play because I don't. I just don't feel right in my head basically like he's like he doesn't feel the confident to go out there and he doesn't want to like you know play and not feel confident because you know he doesn't want to let his team down but he's saying he's physically able to play to me that's a bad look like if you're physically able to play you should play like i i I just don't i don't understand it but also i'm not him but like it doesn't make a lot of sense like physically if you should play you should want to help your team because he would help so what what's going on here like is it because
0: I, it's, I, I, don't seems, I don't get it. I don't get it. He looks, I mean, he looks
1: super heavy. He just always his yeah, He doesn't. He looks.
0: He it. don't look as light as he was when he, he first not, started. So he uh, is he really healthy? And I who's mean. in his ear? And I think we, we realize this. That I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily put this as the same example as Kawhi Leonard's situation, mm-hmm. where Kawhi was like, "I'm hurt," and everyone was like, "And the, and the Spurs were like, nah, you look. You seem fine.'" And then Tony Parker talk shit. About, I had the same injury he had. I'm like, first of all, you're not the same size, not the same person. So, Kawhi started to get a little like, really? I really play me. I want get me out of here. Um, with Zion, he's been hurt so often, it could be in his head. It could be, I'm not comfortable because I play with such force and the way I jump, I'm, you know, and it's and his size of his body, like, he's too big to be doing what he's doing is you know is he can he get a little lighter and yes i'm just surprised
1: somebody he doesn't have a like the team doesn't say hey let's let's get you on a a little bit of a diet a a nutritionist let's you know because i've seen him and like it feels like you see him and he looks big in his pictures and video it's hard to sometimes tell guys wear certain things and but Mm -hmm. like i've seen him in the beginning of the year he seemed kind of like in better shape right yes and then like you're not playing so yeah you're not going to you know, you're going to gain a little weight probably naturally, but I would imagine if he's still working out, you can still just get down a little bit to where your body then doesn't have that, all that extra weight on the knees and all the things that he, how he plays It's really, he's really explosive and powerful. Right. So it's just weird that, a, a, you know, a billion dollar franchise still can't figure out how to get a guy on a better diet. Cause you know, they have dietitians and nutritionists and specialists mm-hmm. and all his meals can be made for him and, I wouldn't think it would be hard for him to drop fifteen pounds, twenty pounds, right? Yeah. So it's a little weird to me. know I don't, I don't if,
0: if you're afraid to push yourself to break that kind of professional NBA sweat that you need to, like when they say to stay in shape, you got to play, mm-hmm. right? Like, of course you got you got to practice, but you also got to play. You got to be there every other night. You know, going hard for you know thirty to forty minutes a night, and he's just not doing that. And I think yeah. the treadmill workouts and the workouts in the gym doesn't compare to playing in the game. Yeah. And also, are people in his ear telling him don't play? Now nah, you don't need to play because you got this going. You got this. You got all these stuff. Yeah, you signed a big contract, but you got to worry about the future, Zion. He could be having people in his ear telling him the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh, watching some of the reports, it seems like there is some kind of division in the locker room because you got you got uh, C.J. McCullough. he's playing with his, with, a, with basically an injury that he needs surgery on. He's playing. Yeah, I think it's a finger or something like that. So it's like, well, they see homeboy playing, and then you're not playing Zion, and you got that big contract. It's People start getting a little aggy. And I'll be the first one. I'm petty as hell. So yeah, I'm in the if I'm in the uh, locker room I'm like this motherfucker's getting how much million? Yeah, in, it, right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it might be to where he doesn't feel like maybe they're looking at him like we don't we're, we're good. He ain't been you know we don't need you. You know what I'm saying? He's like, well yeah. then. Maybe that's why his confidence isn't, you know.
0: It's possible. Especially, he, he seemed like a sensitive dude, like a little, you know, a little sensitive. Yeah, um, maybe. They're, they're, down by, they're down by three right now, uh, second quarter. one. So it's a, it's a close game. Second, close I mean, game.
1: to me, the NBA doesn't matter till the fourth quarter. You yeah. could be up 10, 12, down 10, 12 in the fourth, and anything can happen. So for me, the score, unless it's like a 25-point swing or something or 25-point advantage at halftime, these games are, you know. It's going to go could, down the wire. Yeah, with, with with the with as many threes as his team shoot, even if you're down nine or ten, it's only three possessions, right? And right. three possessions, a couple of minutes, a minute and a half, two minutes, you could be right back in the game. So yeah,
0: yeah, you know, I still remember the draft uh, order for that draft with it Zion, John Moran, R.J. Mm. Barrett. And I'm like, man, if we could just get Zion to the Knicks, mm. the Knicks was like so bad. You yeah. Know, everyone was hyping up like it, like they already knew it was going to come to next. Of course it didn't. But I'm like, damn, but I guess that's our chance, right? We could have had John Moran, but we realized if John Moran went, went to New York, yeah, he may have something seriously may have happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean Memphis is pretty rough too.
1: Memphis, pre- probably, Memphis he is He should
0: have to somewhere yeah. corny where yeah. there were there are no nightlife for you to do anything. <laughs> but if you we went to New York, it would have because it's crazy. I'm okay with RJ Barrett. Is he the same superstar level as? No, you'd rather, you'd rather have Jaw. You'd,
1: you'd rather have Jaw. Yes, Clearly, you'd yes. rather have Jaw. You'd yeah, rather. as an NBA
0: player. Yes, yeah, have. NBA talent, but his personality, being up here in New York City, acting yeah. that way, you can't. Just first of all, fake just don't work here. It doesn't no, work.
1: so so yeah, he's not. He, he's probably not. He can't move like that in New York. No, he might, maybe no, he can no, move no, like no, that in Memphis. Maybe well, he is. So. Yeah. yeah, no, you'd want. I, I tell you what, I mean, you could take RJ Barrett and Brunson off that team and put jaw in, that would be good for you guys. I mean, come on, that yes, he, it would, it would, yeah, John Moran, because he's still got Randall. Randall and, their, and, yeah, I
0: mean, come on, I would, mean, I mean, you know, like I said, Brunson's amazing, but he doesn't have the athleticism, the the power, to force that yeah, John Moran possesses,
1: star power, everything. I mean, uh, you know, he's, but you he's know what's
0: superstar. more important, leadership. That's what Jalen Brunson has, he has. <laughs> Leadership. He's corny and no one knows anything. I don't remember his voice. He just plays the game the right way.
1: He's good though. I like him. We've talked about this. We we kind of gave him shit in the beginning of the year because that contract, but like I like he he grew on me. I like him. I like him. I like him as a player. He's cool, dude. So I I like
0: him. Luca misses him a lot. So Luca misses him. (laughs) Luca
1: misses everything. I feel like Luca's just a sad case right now. Yeah. And Kyrie, man, Kyrie just goes one team after another, just destroying. Like he's like He's like Genghis Khan, man. He just, he just <laughs> reigns everywhere he goes, he's just destroying shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. But
0: is it really his fault this time? I, mean, I guess it still is. Oh man. It follows him, man. It follows it's, him. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to jump into this AI talk right now. Um, so I don't know if you actually if you've been on YouTube just as I do. Sometimes I'd be going in deep dives. You click one link and you start watching a bunch of videos on random yeah. shit. So One of the things that came out last year, or not last year, a couple weeks ago, was, you know, AI is becoming so advanced they can replicate the voices of people. Mm -hmm. So you can get voices of celebrities, really important people, and make them say whatever, because the voices are becoming so accurate right now. So they had something about uh, Jay Z AI voice; it sounded like Jay Z. And now we're trying to figure out, okay, what's the legal implications from this? So let's say, for instance. You know, hey, we want to get a theme song for this podcast or, mm-hmm. you know, your, 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 your live stream. And we want Kendrick Lamar on. Mm-hmm. Well, to do it, like he wanted to rap a, rap a whole intro. We can't afford Kendrick Lamar, right? But mm-hmm. we can literally get his voice and type and a bunch of words. And pretend like it's him. Wow. And pretend it's him. That seems,
1: that seems a little weird. Yeah. But, but, like, but it only has to be, it doesn't, it, 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 if it's not, obviously it's not going to be exact. No. but even if it's off just a little, then there is no copyright, right? And well, as long as you don't the, say as long as you don't say it's Kendrick Lamar, you say oh, this is a Kendrick Lamar like AI. it's probably illegal. I would you know it has to be
0: that's where they haven't really explained a lot of the legal implications. So um, I want to sh- we're going to check out some AI stuff that I've seen on on YouTube, and you let me know if it even maybe we, maybe we realize they don't even sound that similar. we're just being a little bit too paranoid because I think a lot of people are talking about it because also it's like if someone's profiting from this like if you have a youtube channel with a bunch of ai kanye Mm -hmm. are you getting paid for this and should you Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna gonna type some popular songs you gotta just type in a was a kanye and ai and it'll put a bunch of you know and these these videos are getting a lot of views Mm -hmm. so and then also they, they do this weird thing where they'll put Kanye in Drake songs.
1: <laughs> so they will
0: have all right so there's Kanye where he's rapping day and night. So I'm going to put on you let me know if it sounds okay. like Kanye. All right, let's see. Click this here. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh.
2: Ah. Uh. Ah. Day and night, I toss and turn. I keep stressing my mind. mine. I look for peace, but see I don't attain. What I need for kicks, This silly game we play. Try it. Now look at this. That sounds like Kanye. Madness, madness keeps attracting me. Me. I try to run, but see I'm not that fast. I think I'm first, but surely finish last. Last. Cause day and night, day and night, and the lonely stoner seems to free as mine That night, sounds like Hardy. What do you think? He's all alone, day and night, the lonely stoner seems to free as mine at night. To me, it sounds know, similar, I but I feel it sounds similar, I
1: feel like I feel like the pitch in some of that's a little high seems for him. Yeah. him, but, you know, it, it definitely... It sounds like them, yeah.
0: It's, all, it's 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 a sounds good enough. It's a pretty sounds pretty damn good low. enough to basically. And, and Bobby has a really good comment right here. AI is a cheat code waiting to be misused and abused. I think that, and I'm wondering if they're gonna have to put some kind of
1: I agree, I agree regulations
0: because especially if a as a as a creative, right? Like in terms mm-hmm. of your voice and everything, it, it, it's it's important. So you got, and then and they have AI. And they have Kanye just singing songs of so he's not even on like how he's on Hotline Bling. Like why is he doing Hotline Bling? Like that doesn't make any sense.
2: Julius This one don't sound that much. Yeah. you used to call me on my cell phone? I hate this song, by the way.
0: <laughs> this don't sound that familiar. Let me see if I can find
1: um... that one. That one's not as close as the other one, but mm-hmm. I think this AI is like, cause we're getting words even now. You could do the photos and the pictures, and
0: photos, it's definitely, yeah,
1: yeah, it's definitely like in a weird place. Um, I can understand the, the, um, the popularity of this because now it's like, okay, well, I like these songs from Kid Cudi and Drake and whoever. Let me Im- reimagine them. As a Kanye, so it's pretty cool, right? Because yeah. um, you get what you like from the song, but then it's just a different delivery as far as the voice. But definitely, definitely weird. It's weird. Yeah.
0: So let me see. Any? Uh, let me see if I remember one. I, I, I think I, I think I remember this one. So for some reason, again, they're taking artists and then put them in different songs. Let me see if this one is.
1: Oh, Kendrick.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this beat,
1: man. man like, oh, man, this album hits, you know man. that.
0: Man. But Kendrick did not, it's not, it's a song, so I don't know why he's on it. This is a point where he starts rapping. I'll pick a different song. Is this
1: the same? Is this like a particular YouTube channel that's doing this?
0: No, it's a bunch of
2: channels.
1: I just wanna okay. I don't like it.
2: I'm sorry. Oh, Take me away, you can Now if I fuck this model, and she just bleached her asshole, and I get bleach on my t-shirt, I'ma oh, feel wait. like an asshole. Too- I was oh. high when I met her. We was down at Chop good. Good.
1: She I don't even want to talk, talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it.
0: it. I don't even want to say,
1: I don't like it. Yeah. And I love this song, I love this song. Yeah, I don't, it, I don't like that too
0: too much auto tune. It's to too, di- it sounds too
1: digital, yeah, too auto to yeah. too, too fake, you know. Um, I mean?
0: but some are really good, some aren't that great um is it
1: is it exclusive to hip-hop or are they taking like old michael jackson prince uh you know like like no like i think Fleetwood it's, it's all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah
0: no i mean hip-hop is i you know that's what we'll be checking out but i think it's it's getting everything and it's, it seems like okay. it's a lot of Kanye West Kendrick Lamar hmm. um it's interesting and yeah, it's just other rappers doing other stuff like let me see if they just, let me see they go show. Let me say they play anything.
1: Come up in the
2: spot like an extra fly For the day I die. I'm trust the sky cause day and night day and night. Oh, these the like the these part are the better ones. The free yeah. they need to do
1: a biggie. They need to, yeah. they need to have biggie small
2: the yeah. free is mine and I, 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 night at night. I got it just-
0: but, but this, yeah. But going back to the whole idea of, if you are uh, Kanye West, so Kendrick, what do you do? How how should you feel? They're taking a voice, they're putting it in, in anything. You ain't getting a dime from this.
1: <laughs> I mean, these guys are on such a level of, of of artistry and money making, and they, you know. But if anything, it's almost like. Be flattered i guess in some regards right yeah um because they've you know people want to reimagine a top artist doing a different top song from another top artist so you know some coolness there but yeah i don't know i mean th- these guys are already having their likeness and the music all over the place and they don't even they're not even fairly compensated in a lot of other ways so i don't know if these guys kanye who knows because he gets mad he, you know often yeah especially because if you're putting him in, in a him. bunch of
0: drake covers yes yes can i could see him that. blowing
1: up at, at some point but at the end of the day like it still helps their brand it's you know yeah. what i'm saying we're, we're listening and we're seeing them the more exposure for them the better so i can't imagine it's going to be like a big deal for most of them maybe i don't know kanye i could see maybe with the drake thing and kanye can be triggered super quick right yeah. so um but with kendrick and some of these guys who knows i don't i don't know I don't think I but it could be maybe.
0: I think it's a big deal because it's artistic integrity, it's their voice, it's kind of like how they they build their money their brand and if someone can manipulate it as long as I guess I guess at, at the end of the day as long as someone's not saying this is actually the person like this right. is, oh this is the yep. new Kanye West song. Right. As long right. as they're not doing that goofy parodies and I think eventually yep youtube in particular we're talking about because it's on youtube will they start hitting with yeah. strikes or saying you can't monetize it because i think most of you probably can't monetize anyway because the the, the beat is from this copyright anyway right, right but let's say you have a free beat and you put a kanye west ai on it
1: well you write a song you could write a song yeah because i'm gonna with, write the song. With a song with a beat and i use kanye's voice and say this is a kanye track that's that's an issue
0: Th- that's where i was saying like yeah do I say it's, oh, this is a not Kanye song, but didn't have his voice on it, can eventually AI grab a voice and like that's no, that's Kanye's voice. You can't use it. And then someone may, you know, there may be people who have similar voices, which I don't know. I, I yeah. don't they know to me people who sound like Kanye, but maybe so. There is a lot of murkiness. I think that's a problem with AI. It's a lot of it's happening so fast. It's not going anywhere, though. Nah, that, you're right chat, absolutely the right. chat
1: the chat GP whatever which I I first saw that and heard about. <laughs>
0: GPT, GPT. Homie.
1: I heard that I saw and heard about it from you and yeah. I still I still am very interest, intrigued by that right because oh yeah dude. it's very free fun it's it's interesting Check it out. Yeah. um but like that's coming it's or it's here but it's it's, here. It's, it's it's think about next year it's going to be even used even more in ways yes. that we can't even imagine now so I think you know for me, this kind of AI stuff, it, it, it weirds me out. And I'm more concerned about like learning and teachers and like what if you think about what we can do with computers and what computers can teach us and the, the access to information. Right. And all this, like do we fucking need teachers anymore? Like, Think about it for a second. Like you yeah. could walk into a, a group, uh, a hall of another 100 or 200 kids at a university and you could literally learn from somebody a screen and an AI, and the AI can teach you and the, so like that's scary to me. Right. That's where I feel like this would could get a little weird. Um, I don't know.
0: I would say that teachers, human beings, human interaction is still extremely important because we all remember, at least I remember my favorite teachers in yeah. elementary school. A lot of times it wasn't necessarily the Book learning, right? Like the stuff they that was taught in the book. It's either a lesson they they talked about, with a life lesson. It was something important. So I think Chat GPT and and Google are still are important tools, but they can't replace a real learning experience that may not have anything to do with what you see on a you know chat screen or. No, chat you're team, right. GPT. You're
1: right. But that's we we are. That's thirty years ago. Kids right. now are in the way that they're growing up. And how the devices and how they use the device and it's different. So I feel like they're they're not going, not all, but some aren't going to value that how me, you and I did. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I feel like there is a shift happening. But I mean, you bring up a great point. Yeah, I remember certain teachers. My uh, Miss White was my kindergarten teacher, and I was like, oh, I love Miss White. She was nice, and I I remember her. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And at a young age, you know, five or six years old. But yeah. I, I think kids now are, it's just different. And even with the, the 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 pandemic and all that and all the virtual learning that we've had to do and all that, like it, it, it's more normalized now. So,
0: yeah, I try to reduce the screen time for my kid to the weekends, mm. but sometimes he still finds a way to use it. He'll say, Oh, I'm using the tablet for yeah, reading. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. whatever you're lying a little, all right, fine. <laughs> but I try to keep it. I try to reduce it to the weekend because people who do develop these apps, they don't have their kids on these things. these people these billionaire uh developers and the ceos they have their kids going to private schools they don't touch screens Uh so what does that mean when they don't have the people who created this crap don't have their kids on the screen but we're using a lot of the screen so that kind of gives you a sign but yeah i remember the best teachers i had in grade school i remember well a favorite was the second grade teacher uh, Ms. Studevan, um, she had a fatty man. It was amazing. I but knew anyway. you
1: were going to say that. I kn- I was literally about to say <laughs> she well, was very she a talented
0: talent. individual. I think she so just graduated. From a
1: very young age, knew
0: <laughs> his type. I knew. Yeah, I, I knew. I knew what I liked. Um, was a horny, I learned horny so, so kid. much. <laughs> <laughs> I learned so much from her. Um, oh, hey my.
1: Oh, damn. Did you lo- I think we lost Hannibal. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. We- listen, I will keep us entertained until he comes back. But listen, from an early age, Hannibal was a horny young man. Not much has changed. So uh, let's see who we got in the chat. Uh, Bobby, what up? All my teachers were grandmas. Krista, especially early childhood. Kevin Anderson says, it's my friends Pedro and Hannibal. LOL. <laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. Um, So I think that for me, yeah, the AI is just, the AI is, it's it's fascinating because this technology is becoming very, it's moving super quick. People want it. The majority of people want it because it does make us, it makes our lives more interesting, more fun. It's more entertaining. But the long-term effects of it, man, the social effects, the and how it makes us more antisocial even in a social way it's just kind of strange it's weird right it's really 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 weird so hello oh, my laptop died oh hannibal says hold on hold on which is weird it's plugged in oh no hannibal left died. listen we'll conclude the show because i can't do the show while my man's and we're almost at an hour anyway appreciate all of you guys for listening on the podcast wherever you're watching uh, thank you for the oh we we finally reached over 500 subs i think we're at like 515 so hey oh up. there he is there he is i was about to end it's the show
0: really my gpu crashed <laughs> i just bought this laptop i thought it was the, the battery died i just bought this laptop i'll have to get another one i i swear um but yes thank you guys we take over the 500, 500
1: subs thank y'all for that <laughs> hannibal's back and hold up the real question is this hannibal or is this some kind of AI that took
0: over his computer? See, this is a scary part as well with the AI. <laughs> sounds like scam, <laughs> Scams. Scamming has been really sophisticated, where yeah. you getting getting messages, you think it's legit. Now, any number I don't know, I don't answer them. Mm. But imagine if it gets so advanced where you get a t- text from you. Mm. hey hey and it's your number or is your voice mm, hey handle yeah. i'm really in trouble can i give me five, cash happy 500 i'm in trouble <laughs> i'm like oh shit is that you like yeah it's me <laughs> but then I give you and it's some guy in india who set the yeah, whole shit up like
1: that's a good point man yeah
0: trust no one mm, mm.
1: yeah anybody asking me from 500 dollars, I, I need to see you personally i ain't sending 500 over the, <laughs> over the phone or anything like that but yeah, no, that's a good point. And they're scammers. I mean, they're still out there doing the, Prince of Nigeria scams. I still get phone calls and emails and send me this and that. You know, it's crazy how aggressive and how wild it is. So the yeah. AI could could help them in a lot of ways, which is so yeah. Really, hopefully, really
0: scary. yeah, hopefully somehow we can figure out a way to figure it out. I don't know, but that that's one concern, consideration because a lot of the older people get fooled. And eventually, we may all get fooled somehow. I mean, it's it's scary. Don't use a computer. I don't know. Just kidding. Don't, that's don't it almost um, it's almost impossible no
1: now. It's almost impossible nowadays. But that's
0: that's true. Um, as we end it real quick, so I want to talk about tipping real quick. I find tipping extremely fascinating. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just what we do as gig workers, because you know, probably ninety five percent of you guys are gig workers who so are uh-huh. here. I just find the tipping culture fascinating, the psychology of it, obviously the history. Mm-hmm. Just at you know, tipping etiquette. Like, how much money do you tip a stripper? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, I already told you I've only been in the strip club twice. I think I told you the one time I went the first time.
1: Last week, my, you mean you went twice last week?
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> 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 the first time I went, my girl was there. So
1: Okay. That's the
0: I, best. Um, okay. I was just chilling there because again, it wasn't my idea. I'm just hanging out, you know, vibing. Mm-hmm. Friend says, Come on, man. I got your dance. Go over there. And then, you know, girl, you know, grabs me, dance, damn that. Basically, the whole song was Mm -hmm. a long song, but she was great. She did everything. (laughs) Anyway, I can't describe everything. Well, she she was great. She did everything. She was performing at the top level. She was LeBron James, yes, they just got it. No one could stop her. Yeah. She went in the whole, nothing could stop her. I remember giving her money. I don't mm-hmm. know how much I had. I mm. was, Everything. Not everything. Most <laughs> of what I had. I handed it to her. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, no, no. Your friend got it. Like your friend tipped. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I think I didn't even say a word. I said, like, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, you got to act was, like you've been there, man. Come on.
0: I've never been there before. Pedro. I'm just okay. trying. Okay. I'm like, okay. just pouring my heart out here. Got it. So I yeah. embarrass myself. But. <laughs> What is the tipping etiquette of a strip club? Maybe are we over tipping strippers? I don't know.
1: Listen, I, I mean, I could tell you what it is, I can mean, I, I, I lay it out for you, right? Like, you, you got to tip a stripper, man. But you typically they're going to have a price, and they're going to, especially if you're going to dance, they're going to tell you what the price is. But listen, yeah, you're going to tip on, you got You got I mean, come on. This All is right. somebody working really hard for you for your your dollars there you know what i'm saying but, I, you, bro. I, you, bro. I mean I'm tipping culture playing. here in america is very you know it's very different than other places like australia and other places in the the, the um in a, parts of asia and parts of europe it's, yep. it. they don't do it there it's almost like a disrespectful thing right right so it's uh you definitely tip strippers um okay. but like yeah do you tip your mechanic do you tip your barber? I probably have. I tip my barber. I, You know, the girl that's yeah, you know, if barber. I get a haircut or a line up on the beard, I'm going to tip them, yeah. right? Anytime my
0: tires, because doing gig work, I'm always running over something or somebody, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I will tip for the patches and I will usually I, too, I tip a little bit more. Because
1: more. that's good business relationship because you, right, you know right. you're going to see that guy. And when I go to my guy, if he's busy, I feel like he he's going to take care of me, but maybe yeah. a little quicker. And, and not screw around because he knows I'm taking care of him. So there's certain areas where we're tipping, and other areas we're not. It's definitely getting out of hand. Yeah. Because now everybody's got the square, and it's like, damn, I want a coffee at Starbucks. Like, in some Starbucks, when you get, when you pay with your debit card, there isn't a tip option, and other ones there is. And this coffee house does it. It's like, damn, I'm already paying five dollars for coffee. So do I give him like a dollar? Do I give him two dollars? Do I give him fifty cents? Like, do I give him like do I, like how much is like it's crazy. It's we, getting to the point where it's like food delivery drivers should be tipped, but most consumers are so fed up with having a tip everywhere that they're like, oh, now I got to tip this guy too. He's bringing me a McDonald's. I'm already paying $20 for something that's only 10 bucks. So it's like the consumer is just getting punched everywhere. And I
0: think so. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? And that's the issue. So a lot of people say, well, the company should just pay, the company should pay. And I think there's a lot of, that makes sense to me. I get that. But the reality is if the companies pay the workers more, the consumer still going to pay for that. The right. companies aren't going to say, you know what? We'll make a million dollars less this quarter. Let's put a million mm. into the labor. No, mm, nope, yep, that yep, McDonald's yep, burger is going to be $20. Now that haircut at the salon is going to be 50 bucks versus 25. Yep. That's economics, right? So it's like, does it matter who, is getting the money like does it matter how much you're like what the line items look like i tip, guess there's a difference between pay,
0: you know, uh, like i would if if i knew what i paid was going to the employees even if it was more expensive it's like we are we're abandoning the tip thing yeah pay we're gonna yes this food's gonna taste is gonna cost more but everyone gets paid you in, in an hourly wait fail i would pay it yeah but the problem is we don't know that who knows where the tips are going You got to trust the company.
1: Who knows? I mean, come on. Exactly.
0: So there's an article here from Business Insider, five reasons not to tip delivery drivers more. So there was a viral uh, New York City, uh, a New York Times article talking about just the struggles of delivery drivers, how uh, during the pandemic, money was good. People were able to do really well. The generosity has died down. For many reasons. I think most is economically. You just don't have the money to do more tipping. But you still want the same service, the same hustle, but the money isn't there. People are, are struggling to get by. But the customers kind of came through with a lot of comments. And this article basically grabbed five, I guess, popular reasons not to. So they grabbed what a lot of people were commenting on and kind of took all their comments and put them in five categories of why they're bitching, right? Like, and I want to present it to Pedro, and I see if he can counter them or agree. Oh, so you okay, want to play?
1: Let's
0: go. All right, so let me let me put the screen up so you can see it. I didn't see all five, so I, I can I jump on, to if, if need be. OK, um, hopefully I don't crash the computer again. So the first one, first reason, larger orders doesn't mean more work for the drivers. So one, some readers said the size of the order shouldn't have an impact on how much the customer tips. So, quote, a $20 tip is weak, but I'm not sure I see a $100 tip as justified. So this is a Philadelphia resident. He says, it's just one food delivery, regardless of the value. $388 in sushi takes no more effort to deliver than two pizzas, for which the tip would be maybe 10 why should sushi delivery drivers earn 10 times as much as a pizza delivery?
1: I agree with that, actually. And I I, that that might be shocking to some people. I've I've said this on my channel. I I think we have an expectation based on tipping culture and percentages because we people usually tip off a percentage, 10, 15, 20, 18, whatever. But I have said this with the exception. There are some large orders that do require if it's a catering, there's some work involved here and there. But if I am delivering. In this scenario, $388 worth of shoosie, that's one bag of food probably, okay? yes, Maybe two. And me carrying, picking up and carrying that bag is no different than carrying two McDonald's bags that might have $40 worth of food. So the amount of work and effort is identical. So for me, while I might expect or anticipate a better percentage of a tip, I don't feel like it's – I agree with that. I, I, I've said this before. I don't for me it's like, yeah, if they tip me twenty bucks, I'm like, damn, okay, that, that was low based on percentage, but I'm still good with it because the work was fine. Okay. So I, I, I actually um I, I get that. I understand.
0: Okay. That. Well, I'm surprised. I thought you I yeah. thought you like, you know, in terms of the no. value to me. I think okay. I
1: think with food delivery specifically, I'm cool with it. Now serving, if you're a server or a bartender, if the bill's higher, you did more work most of the time.
0: Obviously, because you, know, you got more stuff. Yeah,
1: You got more stuff. There's more people. Yeah. But even at high end restaurants, if, you, if you're if you serving $500 steaks, that could be a really easy people to, you know, the bill could right. be a thousand bucks. You didn't have to do a lot. But yeah, you, that's a perk of working in a high end restaurant. But, yeah. you know, if the bill's a thousand dollars at Applebee's, you're working your ass off for that. Right. But if yeah. the bill's a thousand dollars as a delivery driver, that might not always be the case. So
0: true enough. Krista well, yeah. says, if you have 20 drinks and five bags of food, you should be tip more because that's more of a of value of carrying sure. things so that so makes if i sense. have 20
1: if i have 20 smoothies from smoothie king right mm-hmm. that's going to be harder for me to deliver but the value of that might not be more than the sushi right but right. so you know so it, it's
0: but the, it's, the brain would factor in wow he this person carried that much drinks i know how difficult that can be hopefully i should tip that person more yeah. of the So not necessarily the value of the meal or the product, the effort involved to get it to me without spilling it or doing goofy shit. Right. And I'm
1: I'm, I'm a type of consumer that if I'm if I am ordering a lot and I and and I know because I used to work restaurants, but if I know it's going to be a lot of bags, a lot of this, a lot of that, I will tip accordingly. Right. But if, you know, to this point, if it's three hundred dollars worth of sushi, like the driver didn't make any of that sushi, it's one bag. So if somebody tips me twenty bucks, I might be surprised because of the percentage, but I'm not mad because it's a twenty dollar tip. If I'm going a few miles, that's still a good order in my in yep. my opinion.
0: So. Gotcha, Bobby says true, Pedro. Those grocery um, deliveries should be high. Yeah,
1: yes, those ones should be way higher than any
0: grocery. Gros- any grocery delivery yeah. should be yeah. way more than you fu- than they, re- they get ab- paid. Ab- it, absolutely, it's it's you guys are doing so much shopping. I mean, stop doing it. In your, I mean, yeah. yeah. So let's go to the second one. Number two, drivers shouldn't expect the same tips as restaurant workers. Now, this is, this must be a – that's a spicy one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's a spicy one. Uh, what's wrong with a $20 tip? <laughs> it's, not, it's not as the, the if the driver cooked the food. He didn't provide table service. He just delivered the package. When I tip 20% at a restaurant, it's because the staff has gone over any questions about the menu, brought the food, came back to us for extra <laughs> drinks, napkins, utensils, condiments yeah. as requested, and also cleaned up after we left.
1: No, I disagree with this Whoa. one. Because because <laughs> restaurant workers, right, they are at times, and it's all situational, but yeah, you're taking an order, you're answering questions, you're busing a table, or maybe not. There might be a busser, right? Um, but yeah, listen, they're getting an hourly wage. They have some source some some of them have some form of benefit, PTO, vacation, maybe even a 401k, depending on what kind of restaurant you're at and various things. They have protections rights they they're working inside uh you know we as delivery drivers in the third party world okay so minus like a domino's driver basically right if you're working for the gig apps we're using our own vehicles they're yeah. paying our own taxes we're putting money to the side wear and tear on our vehicles we're ordering we're waiting in line for you we are delivering it to you we're taking it up steps we're going we're doing all these things coming in and out of cars, putting ourselves in danger in a way that servers and bartenders do not. So for me, that argument is is really weak. Um, and I would challenge and I've worked restaurants. I've served tables. I've, I've bartended. It's not easy work. Shout out to all my service people. But yeah. the, the, the amount of things that a driver has to do is more when you look at everything and the Safety issues and all of it is way more than a server, like 10 gotcha. times. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: Koala uh, jumps in. But we're using our cars or personal exactly. cars using our gas, using our time to get in and out of the car to go pick up the food sometimes. We're waiting for the food. So we should be get should get tipped good. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So let's go to this, the third one. Let's see where is that past it already? No. Uh, see. Okay. Uh, kind of similar to what we were talking about, but it says drivers should be tipped based on how difficult their delivery was. So I guess it says, I uh, quote, I am fully under the impression that you tip a delivery person based on a geographical length of delivery, ease or difficulty to get you your food or weather conditions they deliver in, not on the price of the food order itself. Mm. So uh, Robert from New York City added, does FedEx or UPS charge their for their deliveries based on the value of the merchandise, of course not. No delivery company does. It's absurd for a driver to expect a payment that's based on the food, based on the food's value. Mm. Mm. We, that's a bit of. I mean, I, I mean, I'll you know, wait for your response. But that's a little. I don't know if it's cut and dry, right?
1: It's just too th- many var- There's too many variables, and what, what this this goes into the most. A lot of consumers are ignorant to what the reality is of a delivery driver working a third-party delivery system. They Mm -hmm. don't understand what we see on the offer screen. They don't understand the company's hide information. They don't understand that kind of stuff. They don't understand how busy the restaurant could be, the timing of things, traffic, like they don't get that stuff. So while on the surface, yeah, if you live in a high rise and I need gate codes and all this kind of stuff and Yeah, you know, that's going to be more difficult delivery. We should be paid more. But that has to come from the consumer because you know where you live and you understand it might take me five or ten minutes to even get it to you when I get there. Or you're ordering from a place on a Friday night like an Outback Steakhouse And you realize as a consumer, that place takes a while to cook some steaks and the driver might have to wait for a while and do something that I don't want to do. Or the consumer has to realize because the app necessarily won't all the time. Yeah, it's raining. It's snowing. It's whatever, right? We
0: would hope that the tips
1: are coming in based on those conditions. It would tip off, though. But the app doesn't give us all that info. So we don't know. There are times I might see a $6 order going a mile. I take it. And I have no idea that it might take me 45 minutes because of conditions that are out of my control, right? Yeah. Um,
0: so that's also And the customer kind doesn't of, know kind of how difficult, difficult the, the delivery is going to be. Right. So Because they're saying, right. well... I'm under It shouldn't be based on the food, it should be how difficult it is. But do you know <laughs> you don't know? You're just yeah. ordering something. Yeah. Unless, again, like you said, weather. So if it's storming outside or if it's a snowstorm, and people people still don't tip, but you would expect it's that crazy. It's crazy. Someone yeah. should tip, and it's even probably even more sad when they don't, knowing that it's raining, knowing right. that it's snowing. Right. Um, so I understand that point, and then always throwing in a W-2 comparison is not necessarily the the best uh way to compare it because FedEx and UPS drivers are very listen, I don't want to do those jobs, it's just too many packages and it just seems but they make they a make lot, a living, but they, they get they money. get paid, they get paid well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Amazon, no, that would I would not ever work. The Amazon delivery driver, it that's god awful. But FedEx and UPS drivers do get paid very well, especially if you've been on a job for a while. Mm-hmm. They they take care of you. Uh you get the benefits. Um, uh, UPS is a union job. So you can actually goof off and jerk off, be a complete jerk off, and as soon as the supervisor says anything to you, you just run yeah. to your shop steward. Right. So I remember I worked I worked at UPS for about a year and a half. Um, not a delivery uh, driver. I was in the the warehouse doing basically taking putting packages off of one truck and then putting them in another. Mm-hmm. And anytime someone said, or anytime the uh, supervisor is like, "Come on, pick up the speed." It's a lot of packages because I'm in the, we're in the middle of Manhattan. A uh, person will, will drop their box. drop the boxes like take me to my shop shoot, i'm not doing this and then supervisor couldn't do a damn thing mm-hmm. that's a part of some of the unions are not the best because once you have a strong union you basically have any supervisor by the balls because they can't fire you you just say they did you know give my shop steward and the shop steward has to protect you because you're paying them i don't yeah. know how much money per uh, paycheck so yeah uh yeah ups sucked i hate that All right, it was a bad time in- Getting to work at four o'clock in the morning—it was terrible.
1: Never again. Yeah.
0: Never again. Definitely. Uh, let's see. We're see four. Okay. And this is the one that we see all the time, Pedro. I'm the sure you already. Yeah. Why should a customer be responsible for paying these workers a living wage? And mm. I know we get really annoyed when we see that, mm-hmm. but they really can't. You you can't argue it necessarily, because. The company is responsible for it. They should be mostly responsible for it. That you should be respond. You know, they should be responsible. they don't the want one create the system. Why eighty? You know, why sixty percent, seventy percent of our income is coming from tips? Yeah. You know, so it's really hard to argue against it. It's so annoying because people who probably say that aren't tipping at all. Yeah. But they, this is their this is what they have in their back pocket. Well, yeah. they should pay you more money. Let I'm, I'm going
1: to tell the people some right now. That is a it's a very valid concern, very valid rebuttal and argument. It is valid. However, the one thing we need to understand about the country that we live in is that we value convenience and we are fucking gluttonous. Yes, we love our food. We love our options. When I go anywhere, I'm what's a good place to eat, place to eat, place to eat, place to eat. Place. This country would not be able to have as many options for us to eat well. If the companies paid a living wage, and this is why the margins in restaurants, fast food or fast casual or whatever, are razor thin. So these places are getting their food and this and their 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 uh, uh, provisions and their liquor and all this stuff. They're getting it from a business. They have to pay for it. Then they have to market up in value. They got to pay the rent. They got to pay this. They got to pay all these things and run a business, which, hey, that's not on the consumer, but that's the fact. Right. So if they started paying everybody 20 bucks an hour and all this and $30 an hour whatever it is to be a livable wage to make up for not getting tips, all that's going to get passed on to the consumer. And if they if it didn't get passed on to the consumer, you're not going to have as many McDonald's, you're not going to have as many local bars and grills, and then you're going to be mad about that. So you can't have all the options that we want in this country without understanding how the system works and and you know These companies do take advantage in some ways of the labor, the labor in this country and the consumer and all that. But it's only because there's a need, there's a want. Consumers want five different pizza joints within a quarter mile. They want all the McDonald's. They want all the new burrito joints. They want this. They want that. They want because we want it. It's our own fault. We created this, right, because the companies would not open up a new sandwich shop every I feel like there's a new sandwich shop in St. Louis every couple couple months. In a particular neighborhood, right? Yeah. That they would not feel the power to open that up if the consumers wouldn't open their wallets, right? So, it's 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 a good rebuttal, but but when you peel away the layers, it's very weak in my yep.
0: opinion. Yeah, and you know, like the McDonald's and the McDonald's, the fast food restaurants, they have an hourly wage. It's pretty, it's low, but they get the minimum, and the quality yep. food is not great. Yeah, so that, that's probably a good connection. But the really good restaurants, the the ones that I enjoy eating. got the tip because it's not a major chain with a million dollars millions of dollars backing them and they they have this uh system that's not perfect at all and i think that's the reason why we're all going back and forth with it i think it's just not a perfect system we like you said we want the convenience we want the best of everything fast we want it easy and we want it as cheap Mm -hmm. as possible Mm -hmm. but then we want to then we got a tip but then we still know again how much we're supposed to be doing we say 20 percent. that seems like to be the big number that we all kind of grab there
1: yeah
0: um and it just it just has more of those but i think that's a common uh uh, reason a lot of people say tipping either it's it's going out it's all over the place or tipping culture they should be responsible so let's go to the last one see if it's actually decent reason which is kind of a weird one i'm looking at this right now it's kind of weird gig work was never intended to be a full-time job Hmm. um some readers say that delivery drivers should not expect to make a living from gig work alone. This kind of it kind of reminds me of some people who talked about um, the push for $15 an hour in New York City yeah. for fast food restaurants, for, for anything, it's, you know, minimum wage. And they're saying you shouldn't want to be at McDonald's forever as a full-time job. You don't you should not want to be uh, I don't know, working at EMC movie theaters. Mm-hmm. It's a job that you take when you're young. You work that job, and then you move on to other jobs. So by bumping up the minimum wage, kind of it it is inflation. Now everyone has to get paid that certain amount of money. But this is a little bit different because we're talking about gig work, which again is ten ninety nine. There is no benefits. Nothing's coming to us. But we think about that in terms of, which is still weird. It's like, well, I'm not tipping you because. You shouldn't yeah, be doing it, this full time anyway. So I, it, it's a bad argument, but we do It
1: doesn't, it, that one doesn't even fit in almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, while I think uh, we shouldn't look at as a gig economy, food delivery specifically as a long term job, um, in a similar way, most people shouldn't look at McDonald's as a long term job unless you're going to work your way up and maybe have your own franchise or be a GM. You can make a great living doing that. But in the gig economy, there is no ladder, right? You're a driver. That's it. There's no, you know what I'm saying? If you're working for DoorDash, you're not getting, you're not gonna become the CEO of DoorDash, right? You're not even gonna, you're not, you know, you, you'd have to start up your own delivery service if you wanted to, right? But it's it's I, I don't believe people should do this work as a long-term solution, but that doesn't have anything to do with the day-to-day uh, money that they should be able to make based on the job we're doing. And I for me, it's all about consumer knowledge, right? Yeah. And the gig apps need to do a better job of being transparent with the consumer on what we make and all these, you know, like, like the, the convenience is there. So the driver, you know, is a 1099, they can choose this, they can choose that, you know, tips are, you know, going to get your food quicker. However, they'd have to word it in a fancy way that made sense for the consumer, but they don't do a good enough job of that. Um, so because the consumer doesn't have the education behind it, they assume we work for DoorDash, we work for McDonald's, we work for papa john's they don't understand it's a doordash driver 1099 that's working on an app that can decline and accept whatever they want for the most case right so it's once again it's just like people and i think it's partly because our drivers get so angry when we don't see a tip and then the customers like hold up i don't i shouldn't have to do you i I shouldn't have to tip you the doordash should tip you why are you mad at me i already paid 50 dollars for two pizzas like what's going on here like i get it but the company should do a better job of having the drivers back and informing the consumer like what's actually happening and then i think reasonable human beings would then make a decision okay well you know what i'm not going to order this or you know what i'm going to order it and i'm going to leave it to it because right. i now i understand that they're paying the guy two bucks which is ridiculous and it's yes. raining outside and I, you know i mean it's, it's absurd right nobody would do that they wouldn't do that themselves so
0: absolutely
1: they expect us to be inconvenienced but they don't want to be inconvenienced by leaving a couple dollars. That's I all mean, it is. I don't think most drivers are looking for, oh, everything's got to have a $10 tip. Like, no. We're just, it's got to be well, reasonable. Especially right now. No. Yeah, they just don't now, no. take a
0: decent, they're it not looking for unicorns. It has yeah. to be reasonable. That's all. Um, I think this one is like the worst argument because it, it, what they're trying to say is, listen, you should be young. And kind of young and dumb, where you get paid low because you live at home, so you shouldn't yeah. be expecting so much because you expect. Basically, what they're saying is you're expecting too much.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is a young man's game. I'm looking at the comment right there. It's like this should be a summer job for students because students don't need that much money. They just need enough money to go out probably get some foods themselves. And I think that's where I think they're going with this. So why are you coming with me when you got to pay, you know, all your bills? And want more money so i think that's what this argument is coming from um krista says who decides what is supposed to be a full-time job or not absolutely i mean just because most aren't and most people only do a few hours a week it's that's a, a an argument where i think it's like yes, yeah, two dollars but you know really you should be a student where you won't be complaining as much compared yeah, to yeah, being yeah. A, an adult yeah. um my new friend Ke- kevin anderson Amazon is the worst when it comes to companies not paying a living wage. A CEO is worth a hundred plus billion and can't take care of their employees. Yeah. I agree. That's why I would not work for Amazon, but I do yeah. support Amazon. I buy a lot of crap. So, like, am I a hypocrite? I don't. A know. little bit. Do you? Yeah. Are you an Amazon fan?
1: No, I'm not. Um, I've, well, I think I've used Amazon two or three times in my life.
0: That's yeah. amazing. You know yeah. how many times I use Amazon? I, I use I use Amazon two, three times a week.
1: I don't buy stuff online often. Sometimes, but it's not often. Yeah, you're such, a, you're such a hippie. Two or three times. Now I've bought. <laughs> I've used other websites to purchase things, but even then, I'd rather just I just go to the store and buy stuff. I don't buy stuff online then. Very what, very. You, rare. What
0: year are you living? Listen, man. Listen, listen. Oh, so that's why the, the, the AI is just freaking you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I like
1: to go to the store. Like people buy like clothes online. It's weird to me. I know it's normal. Because my girl does it. If I'm going to get shoes, I go to the mall. I'm an old man. I just go to the mall and buy a pair of shoes. So oh, it's you do.
0: and the other old dudes just <laughs> putting yeah. on
1: shoes. Yeah. I like to go and like <laughs> look at them and like try them on. I don't want to have to buy something, return it, it didn't fit, and then now I'm now I'm inconvenienced. No,
0: no, no, no. You I'll, called me an old man at the beginning of this show because yeah. said, "Hey, hey, stop that young girl for screaming while they're trying I to play I basketball," and you are hanging out in the mall, which yeah. I don't remember last time I've been in the mall. Well, I I'm not mall.
1: hanging out in the mall. It's like 20 minutes. You go in, you buy a pair of shoes, and you leave. I'm not like sitting there at Jamba Juice and like hanging out in the food court. <laughs> you know, see, you know like, sitting in
0: like, the food court just no, no, uh, striking no, no. conversation with random people. No, no, hey, how I'm you doing? doing? You know, back in my day, we used
1: to <laughs> <laughs> definitely not you know doing what, that.
0: I'm gonna go to the mall. i us to see what's going on over there. It's been a it's been I think I went once last year. To I mean, there's mall. big there's sometimes you catch a big booty girl at the mall, so you might like You know it. what? Yeah, see, they're too young. So I can't do that anymore. It's, <laughs> I'm over with that. What I do is the last time I went to the mall, there was a Home Depot next to it, and the mall you had to pay for parking. I will park my car at the Home Depot next next door. it oh. was it was free. Yeah. So that's you know I didn't want to pay smart. that two dollars. <laughs> smart, smart, smart. <laughs> or cheap. It's, it's mostly smart. cheap. Um, but yeah, man, that was a that was a good one. It's I think a lot of people have those arguments. Um, I think five those five are what you hear. And I, yeah. I think that's what you hear those five over and over again. The, comp-
1: the company ones, the one I hear the most, yeah, um, is yeah. Or, or the one that wasn't in there was, "Why should I tip before I know what service I'm going to get?" That's that's the one another we, one we that hear that a one. lot as yeah. well. Um,
0: but the value of food, I thought, was pretty interesting because um, pizzas, which could be 40 dollars, yeah, you know, a couple of boxes are is a handful compared to. Sushi, which is super small, but it could be extremely yep. expensive yep. should that factor. And I, I think if, you, if I put a poll out, I think people will say, you should pay me the value of Based that sushi, goddammit. I mean, I've, you know.
1: I've bought in a bottle of, I've had to shop and get a, a big, like a special bottle of whiskey at uh, Total Wines and Spirits, right? Yes. And whiskey could be several hundred dollars, right? Yes. So So because I did that and I paid for it, if it was a thing of a bottle of vodka for $9.99, is the work any different? So should I make $100 of a difference because of the item? I don't think so.
0: I now, if thing. somebody
1: tipped me, if they tipped me, if the percentage was the same on both, I am just I look at that like, wow, I just got lucky. Is right. how I look at an order like that because the work is identical. So I get Definitely. that point. That's the one I understand a little bit.
0: So. All right, cool. Well, you know, we, we really got to the bottom of this. Um, appreciate Kevin Anderson for coming through. Um, you know, maybe I need to unblock you. We'll see. You're, at, you're very you're nicer than you were earlier. I guess we'll talk about, we'll talk about this next time if you want. But uh, he's definitely nicer now than he was earlier. Uh, to those who may not know what I'm talking about, don't worry, we'll maybe explain it. Um, but yeah, no need, full need, no need. Uh, you know, <laughs> full uh weekend of great basketball tomorrow. I'm going to see yeah. Super Mario. Hopefully, nice. that movie doesn't suck. I love Mario. Yeah, uh, played it you know, since about six years old, but five years hmm. old. So that's Damn. what. 50 years ago yeah, uh,
1: you, you are a nerd aren't you i didn't I, did, I was uh, I'm, i played the mario bros the first one in like the super world but like you probably did the mario kart and like all that shit yes Man, yeah. i yeah, played yeah, video
0: games and you didn't yeah, i know you're too know. cool to play video um, games you were out there sorry. slanging banging or whatever <laughs> I still not what gang you stuff about? you know Talk about the, you know what i'm talking about uh well <laughs> <laughs> on that note i'm running out i'm out of steam Thank you guys for checking us out. Uh really appreciate getting to five hundred subs. It means a lot to us. Yeah. Uh, keep we going, yeah. it's let's keep it going. If you like what you see, you know, don't forget to subscribe. If you probably watched so us a bunch of time, didn't subscribe. Check it, hit subscribe, say, you know, share it amongst your friends and family. Uh maybe not the strippers part of it, but if you want to. No, that's fine. Um it's fine. Can, all right, appreciate that. Thank you guys. <laughs> be be safe out there this weekend, be good, and we'll check you guys out on Monday. See you Monday. Peace.